0: Rap and mimosa, these bars in the hoster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list. Champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 and mimosas. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Invite your friends, guys. We talking sex today. (laughs) Invite your friends. Invite your friends. Invite your friends. We about to have grown folk conversation. I hope everyone is doing well. Please take this time if you have not done so. Matter of fact, I'm going to make sure I actually go ahead and share this live while I'm talking to you all on my live so people know to come on in the room bring them to the room people so if you're coming in and it seems like I don't see it it's only because I'm sharing my live with as many people as possible right now there we go there we go welcome y'all welcome y'all I am so excited today, because we're going to be talking about sex today, (laughs) y'all. And y'all know, if it's one thing people love to talk about, it's sex. Now, before I bring on my special guest, it's a few household announcements, okay? One, all right, is the fact that I know if you're used to me doing my lives at this point from the actual studio, okay, I'm not there today. I'm at another undisclosed location, all right? But just bear with me uh, while I'm in here. I know it may be a little different than how I normally do it, okay? Um, Next, all right, make sure y'all tell me if y'all can hear me, okay, if there's any issues, all right, and then, all right, keep in mind that this is still rapping mimosas, okay? I'm not actually, I don't even have my mimosas today, all right? So we're just going to be rapping, <laughs> but it's fine, all right? Now, this is going to be uh, sex. We are going to be talking with an actual sex therapist because I do want to make sure that people are actually getting informed. But it is still going to be some girl talk. It's definitely still going to be some freaky talk. All right, you guys have sent me a lot of questions, and I'm super excited to go ahead and read them um, out loud.
1: Hi! Hey! <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. It's easy when you got makeup and lighting.
0: Yes. Girl, I'm going <laughs> do the lighting, girl. You look good.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, I want to welcome you to, one, my live, right? The La Show, but also you know that we are doing rap and mimosas right now, except we don't have the mimosas. Um, <laughs>
1: well, I got so- wine, does that it's kind so of The wine
0: is perfect. So for the process <laughs> moving, right? So I've been moving things all day and I just, it went right over my head, but I'm still so excited to have this conversation. I have water, okay? And maybe it's better that I'm sober for this conversation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I like to get a little lubed up beforehand, you know? (laughs) that's
0: it. I like the way you think, okay? (laughs) So for the people who are just getting on, okay, welcome to Rapping Mimosas. You guys already know that this is gonna be us rapping and chatting, but also towards the end, we're gonna play a little game, and of course, we're gonna drop a few bars. Now, I know Jen told me she's a little nervous about dropping the bars, however, (laughs) <laughs> okay, comma. All right. One thing that I'm super excited about is that Jen, okay, has agreed to at least be in my hype man. We're going to see if we can slide some bars in there too, Jen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do a little freestyle with me. So for those who don't know who you are, why don't you introduce yourself, talk about who you are, what you do, how you got into it.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. So my name is Jennifer Smith, and I am a marriage and family mental health and sex therapist. Um, I currently am in Alexandria, Virginia. So if you need some therapy, hit me up. Um, I also um, have privileges down in Florida, because that's where I used to live. And so yeah, so I became a therapist actually through a sex talk radio show. So, like, sex has kind of been a theme for me always throughout this career. So, ultimately, that's how I got here. Um, I've been a therapist for nine years, and I truly feel like it's my calling. Once I, I've changed career fields to become a therapist, I just, it just felt real. It felt real, but it felt like home.
0: Mm, okay, okay. So, that's very interesting. Do you still do the radio or talk show or no?
1: I don't do radio. I have a podcast now called Love, Lust, and Lies. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny. So, the podcast, I host it with the guy I originally used to do my college sex talk radio show with. So, here we are 16 years later doing a podcast together. So, check us out. We're out on all streaming platforms. Love, Lust, and Lies.
0: Yes. I just typed it, by the way. I'm going to pin it love lust and lies okay that's the name of Thanks. the podcast all right so i, I want to make sure that the people who are joining in that one they know about your podcast and two okay that they know that they can just click the little arrow at the top of the live to go to your actual page okay i'm trying to get you know sex we we want i want to talk <laughs> about sex in the healthiest <laughs> way possible but i still want to make it nasty
1: it's okay, it, it gets a little dirty from time to time, so I am A-okay with getting in there. <laughs> All
0: right, it's, it's, listen, it's nothing wrong with a little dirty.
1: Dirty? No, clear. never.
0: <laughs> right, okay, so tell me. Um, I wanna talk a little bit more about the actual sex therapy part. What are some typical reasons people come to see you or can come to see you?
1: Yeah, people usually seek out sex therapy when they're having intimacy issues, whether that's relational or sexual. Um, people may also be experiencing some personal, um, sexual related issues. So they may not, they may have issues with premature ejaculation. Mm. Um, they may have some erectile dysfunction for women. It may have some vaginal disorders. Um, they're not able to orgasm or couples come in that are just not able to get to that they're not able to arrive to intercourse. They may just be having trouble really connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would spend time working on that so that they could achieve their goal of being intimate. Um, but I, I'm a, I have a wide range. So I also have worked with human trafficking survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in Miami and that's a whole different ballgame that's really helping people with their sexual traumas, um, which is something I've been working with for a long time. Um, And now I'm focusing more on helping women have um, healthy sex after assault. Mm,
0: That's super important. Yeah. Super important. So Mm -hmm. I I think for me, I've always wondered, like, what are some of the things that you, that as a sex therapist, you do as far as like the practices? Is it like I've heard stories about people who may actually engage in like a physical aspect with their clients (laughs) to to like. Um, help them unleash, right, the Mm -hmm. truth or to, you know, figure those things out. What exactly are some possible practices? Is it, you know, purely mental cognitive? Is there, you know, a certain line that you can go to where there might be a need to touch? How does that work exactly?
1: Well, what you're talking about is a sex surrogate. So a sex surrogate is actually a certified sex arrogant. that's also a therapist oh, which okay. they so we the people I'm not gonna put myself in it because I'm definitely not a sex arrogant. but <laughs> there are other clinicians that actually do get into the physical form with their clients this is a very like controversial thing in our industry but it so take it uh, because actually Lisa Ling um, did a great special on this um, on CNN. And so like one of the people that she followed this man had Parkinson's, and he lost function of how the way he used to have sex and not feel comfortable with finding a partner that could help navigate that. So he, you know, like went to a sex surrogate, which you have to usually be referred to a sex surrogate through a sex therapist um and that therapy is usually happening at the same time so when you meet when you're in a with a sex surrogate that therapy is usually a year long and they start off with very basic of teaching you how to do intimacy just with conversation and building up to the physical part so like you're for whole sessions you might just be talking you might actually hold hands sometimes it's just about laying and holding each other it's teaching you all these different forms of intimacy and helping you explore your body so that you are aware of what's working what's not working and how to essentially give somebody the roadmap on how to please you um later in that in that therapy they will have sex or get intimate in some type of sexual way. And it's really to just for the for the teaching tools of it, of just teaching someone how to have sex if they've maybe never had it or how to have sex after injury. You know, and for this particular man, he had Parkinson, So he's learning how to actually have sex in a very different way that his body is functioning now. Um, and then they have like a real termination process of ending the therapy and all the while that person is still attending sex therapy and the sex therapist and the sex surrogate will talk frequently about how the therapy is going and if there needs to be some adjustments made.
0: Wow. Yeah. You drop <laughs> some knowledge on me.
1: Okay. So that's what you were talking about. So I'm like surprised because a lot of people don't usually know about sex surrogates. Yeah. Um, but for me, like in my in like my modalities, like I'm using like information, um, internal family systems, using solution focused, especially with the couples I've been seeing during the pandemic. I mean, most of them, the there's issues that have just come up to the surface. That's always been there. But you put two people together in a quarantine and now all the, the issues are coming up. So we're talking a lot about that, but I really do allow the space for people to be heard in therapy because a lot of the time that's what people are coming to is because they just haven't been able to give it, been given the space to talk. And so I really try to bridge that gap of pointing out, even when someone's like, I, you know, like running off on something, and I'm like, but did you hear what they said? Mm-hmm. You're just trying to, make sure that they're really hearing each other and and building the communication. And that's like the lens I try to come through um, and really try to remain neutral. Just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I always think that women are right. So I I try to be really neutral in sessions. We're wrong sometimes. Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, wow, so we have sex surrogates. Welcome to everyone who's joining us. We are talking all about sex today. With uh, our our sex therapist Jen, okay, (laughs) she is educating us on all things dealing with intimacy and sex. I am about to get to the questions that a lot of people were sending in earlier. I can't
1: wait! I can't wait.
0: Listen, we're gonna talk about squirting, okay? We're gonna talk about getting men into toys. What if a woman would like to use a toy on her man? We're gonna talk about. I have some
1: toys here. I did put some aside to talk to bring on.
0: I got so excited for the toys (laughs) you can tell what i'm ready for right (laughs) so i want to get to those questions but i do want to talk about go back a little bit because we talked about intimacy and i think that that's an important factor to talk about to even lead into this factor of using toys or having conversations with partners or even if you're single because i am a single woman even if you are single, being able to build that comfort within, within your own body. And as a woman who has suffered sexual trauma, you know, and in more than one situation, I've endured sexual mm-hmm. trauma, getting in tune with my body at times and being mentally present in sexual situations has been extremely difficult for me. Right. So yeah. when it comes to bit of intimacy, I want to say first with yourself, because I feel like that's important. Uh, yeah, that's
1: exactly what I was going to say. Yeah.
0: When it comes to building intimacy first with yourself, and then I want to talk about the partner dynamic. What are some tips that people can use when it comes to building intimacy or getting comfortable in their body, touching their body?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want people to realize that intimacy doesn't have to be sexual. It's just about having the intentional time and space to actually explore things. And when sitting with yourself, which most people have a hard time doing, <laughs> it's, it's, for me, I always encourage my clients to date themselves. Yeah. That means, like, really talk to yourself. Like, what, all the issues that usually come up in a relationship are the same issues that come up within. Can you talk to yourself? Can you be honest with yourself? You know, like, can you actually express your emotions? And if not, why? Um, you know, like, are you happy with the person that you are? And if you're not, have that dialogue. Figure that out. Come to therapy. Explore it because those are all things that will prevent you from really connecting with somebody else. They will, those issues will always arise. Um, but when you're talking about like sexual intimacy, a lot of times people come into therapy and I'm like, so when was the last time you've been to the urologist or the gynecologist? Mm-hmm. They're like, never. I'm like, okay, you are a 42 year old person. What do you mean you've never been to the urologist? Like, it's just starts with like taking care of your body right to even before you can even do anything with it like let's take care of the health part of it and so i ask people like when was the last time you've been to the doctor How, you know like have you actually explored your body before do you stand in the mirror naked like even accepting of it or looking at it like those are forms of intimacy just touching it you know like it's okay to want other people to do it but if you really are not in tune with your own body you're missing out because that just increases the sexual pleasure when you're in tune with your own body, your own mind, your own spirit.
0: So I love what you said because I'm an advocate for masturbation. If anyone ever has a sexual <laughs> conversation with me, I am going to say, y'all should be masturbating.
1: Y'all should 100%, yeah.
0: Yep. And it's funny because I have a spiritual advisor, and you know, spiritual advisor, we cover all grounds. We talk about sex, finance, everything. And Mm -hmm. she, you know, one thing that she's been adamant about me doing because of the trauma that I've endured in the way that I I have in the past been so disconnected from my body and so disconnected from my vagina, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And to she's told me to masturbate in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Mm Masturbate. In the mirror. had no problem touching myself please believe me but right. once you add the mirror dynamic there's something that seemed or can come off so intimidating about actually watching myself yeah. touch myself it wasn't even until like the past I want to say a couple of months that I was able to make myself orgasm from just fingers
1: oh yes Obviously,
0: am mom putting on this live yes y'all okay <laughs> <laughs> and that was a uh, that was a very big deal for me that I was able to be yeah. mentally present
1: that right.
0: sex with myself felt right. so damn good. I was like, boy, I, I got to do this there at night.
1: I I love it. I love it because you know what you just said? Some people are repulsed by. It. Mm-hmm. They don't want to touch their own body. They don't want to look at it. But yet you want somebody else to. Mm-hmm. And that is something I really try to help normalize with people. It's like, why not embrace it yourself? Why not just, like, do what you want somebody else to do to you? Because you're giving somebody else the permission to be in that space. So you have to be able to own it, look at it, embrace it yourself. Like, I love what you said. Like, you felt disconnected from, from your vagina. A lot of women are. And that's something I talk about all the time is when was the last time you even felt connected to it? Do you acknowledge it? (laughs) <laughs> talk, listen.
0: So it's funny because when I talk to like m- the the younger p- girls who might come after me as far as like cousins, sisters, whatever, mm-hmm. I tell a lot of them. I tell them all the time. I'm like, y'all should look at your your vaginas, and me yeah. it's a disgust. Like look at our vagina, and it's and I can understand somewhere it's taught that our vaginas yeah. are ugly, and I don't understand where that comes from. But it's super important. One, I say, if you don't know what it looks like when it's normal and healthy, how are you gonna know yeah. what it looks like when something is wrong with her? And so right. you, know, you may not feel like something's wrong, but you see something looks off, and you need to talk to your doctor about it. That's one. And two, like a part of like normalizing self-love for me is I'll take a mirror sometimes. I'm like, "Good morning, beautiful. How you doing, sis? Like, yeah." talking to her as her own entity and vagina because I feel like I'm like building that connection having a trauma I want it like that's something that is super important for me using the mirror work to talk to her to know what she looks like but Mm -hmm. also using that mirror work to like and I haven't gotten to the point where I masturbate with the mirror I don't I I haven't gotten there yet I don't know something about masturbating while staring now I I don't and you know what's crazy? I don't know if I'm I'm scared that it's gonna turn me on more. <laughs> I look good naked, now, I ain't gonna lie, I work out I work hard to look good naked. But I or if I'm gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is awkward and go in my head.
1: Well, do you, well like would you do it like it maybe like in front of like a full length mirror and not like a small one that's like actually right there? Like sometimes you gotta like gradually move into that space, right? Mm. What I do recommend is masturbating in a sunbeam. That shit right there, I follow somebody that was like, masturbating in front of a sunbeam and let me know what you think. And I was like, ooh, a sunbeam. Okay. Because we know like the sunlight gives us energy, gives us like all these endorphins and stuff. And so, like, you know, like my bed is actually in front of my window. So, like, the sun naturally will come in over top of me. But one day I was like, "Bro, well, I'm here. Okay, let's see. That shit was a whole different type of orgasm. My body was all warmed up. The energy from the sun, like, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you live in sunny Florida. So, it. hey, take advantage of that.
0: Listen, listen. And I, <laughs> I, I, and I stay in the house, you know, no one better come on my property and walk by. <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, so for those some people have these question faces guys Sunday, <laughs> the light that comes in your window so it's literally just saying masturbate in the sun you could do it in your house though if you want yeah
1: don't do this outside i'm not recommending that you do this outside
0: <laughs> now if you want to get freaky and, and listen tell me how it was if you do it outside if that's your if that's your if that's, your, if that's your <laughs> We are
1: not responsible if somebody gets arrested.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so sunbeam masturbation, guys. Masturbate with the sun. So that part of the intimacy is important, especially amongst women. What about men, though? Because I know I have a lot of Mm -hmm. men that are joining in. I don't want to neglect them. What are some ways that men could build intimacy with themselves, especially if they're struggling with, you know, their own identity or liking their bodies or liking Mm -hmm. their their side?
1: yeah and this is something that just like never gets talked about, so I'm really glad that you brought that up. um I think you know men are always assumed that they already already know their intimacy, and you know they're they're good at the physical part, maybe not the emotional or conversational part right but it is it is important for them to spend time getting to know because their bodies change too, mm-hmm. and although their penises may stay the same size, it's still being in a communication with it, just as we are with our vaginas. And that's really important too, is how, because what pleased you at one point in life is not going to please you now. Taking the time to explore that, even thinking about how it was with past partners is, you know, like in these different relationships, I liked X, Y, and Z, but now I don't really like those things. Mm -hmm. They don't really arouse me the same. So it's like really taking the time to be again, intentional, but also aware of how things affect you now, how things affect you differently. Even I, I, I oftentimes ask guys who are having a different, a difficult time masturbating, I'm asking like, are you watching the same porn? Because a lot of men will get hooked on watching the same, uh, same actors all the time. You know, they've been watching the same woman forever. And I'm like, maybe you need to switch it up or maybe you need to take a break, you know, from watching porn. Really try to be intentional with your body and get aroused by thinking looking at something else that is not a video you know or just taking the time to arouse yourself because you can't do that without other things prompting you yeah. But i think people always uh, assume that you have to have something else
0: okay okay so what if they don't like their maybe their penis size or mm-hmm. you know because we know that it's there are some misconceptions that, about men and their bodies, just like there are with women in their bodies and their vaginas and tightness and things like that. Uh, is there, are there any healthy uh, possible alternatives for men <laughs> who want to increase their size? Or they just need to find a woman who is happy with it.
1: Uh, yes. Get, find a, find a partner. Cause I don't want to make it all uh, heterosexual. Oh, right? Okay. Like find a partner that 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 is happy with your your penis size but no i mean they have i think it's very controversial but they have some penis lengthening surgeries but the most they can give you is quarter of an inch (laughs) like like, quarter of an inch is still not going to make like that big of a difference um and and it's a very painful long process to get the quarter of an inch like they you have to go through a surgery then you have to wear these weights on your penis for like eight hours a day I mean like it's a whole thing it's not worth it embrace the size that you got be thankful that there are other holes that you can use that might be pleasurable for your partner so just yeah embrace what you got and find a partner that that respects you
0: I would agree I would agree there's somebody okay now since we're talking about partners let's ease on so we've worked on intimacy with ourselves we're looking at ourselves naked we're affirming our bodies you know we're being mm. honest with ourselves so that we build healthy self-esteem right so yeah. healthy individuals and now we find I'm going to say we find a healthy partner right who is doing yeah. the same work right what are ways to potentially build intimacy with your partner
1: yeah i think the emotional connection is really important of building intimacy and that's just taking the time to get to know them mm. just spending the time to have real conversation and when i say real conversation i mean usually asking those uncomfortable questions that people don't want to ask you know like i i love that you actually said like i've had a sexual trauma that's not usually a question that people will ask when learnings about somebody else that is a real important thing to ask somebody because this is already alerting you that this person's been through some things and that you're going to need to be conscious of that no ma- before you even get to the bedroom. That there might be something else that triggers them or something else that you could be doing to support them. So I, you have to ask those hard questions. Do you have any sexual traumas? You know. What's been something that you really valued in a partner? You know, how could I be different than the other people that you've been with? You know, like spending the time to really ask some different questions that allows you to connect in a different way. You get to learn each other, um, even talking about the way that you communicate, because that is a big way of how people build intimacy. Because if you have the the communication, sky's the limit for how far you can go. But if the, the communication ain't there listen there's gonna be a whole bunch of other issues that come up (laughs) as a result of that
0: so the communication aspect is super important of course because you're trying to build that safe space
1: yeah exactly
0: you have you want to build that safe space because a lot of the questions that i'm about to get into (coughs) i I was doing it in this order on purpose because i didn't want to start and we start talking about squirting and we're (laughs) bringing out the toys and putting stuff here and there but we haven't talked about the importance of communication with yeah. your partners. Because um, I know for me, there's nothing more uncomfortable than having awkward sex because you haven't communicated certain things. And right. then, now the sex is super awkward because you have not sat there. One, it took time to get to know yourself and, and your body. <laughs> right. But also, you know, now you're with a partner. You don't know your body. They're not taking the time to get to know your body. So now it's just, stuff just, and, and no one likes to waste things. They- I hate wasting my proper time <laughs> and my Kegels. I, <laughs> I right. enjoy the whole experience. So, all right, now we're here. I'm setting the stage. Okay? <laughs> we are healthy individuals. See, this is I'm speaking the affirmations for us. Yes,
1: yes. Five,
0: okay, you're <laughs> healthy. Your partner is healthy. You guys are in a healthy relationship where you have communicated and created a safe space for each other. Mm, doesn't sound good right <laughs> yes claim it receive it now it's time to get freaky <laughs> okay it's time to get freaky with a capital f okay yeah so get into a lot of different questions all right uh, a major question that came up and i'm gonna hit this first because i literally have like six people ask the same question
1: squirts. okay squirting
0: this like, always
1: comes up i'm like i know this is like a porn favorite like this is like a number one category and like every woman wants to shoot it off like a professional but the number one thing i can tell you is make sure you masturbate this is how you practice that this is how you practice that. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like oh it has to be my partner it has to be a certain way it's like No, you can't force it. There's no tips or tricks I can give you. Like, it happens, like, naturally. Then you have to practice masturbating. It's no different than a Kegel. Like, you have to keep working at it to get the result. Mmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So, everyone,
1: (laughs) I I hope everyone's... And make sure you stay hydrated, because you have to, your body gotta be hydrated in order order for the juices to come out. Hello?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like the way you're talking. <laughs> Let me get another water. Um, <laughs> so, squirting master goes back to once again loving on yourself. Masturbation. Mm-hmm. Uh, masturbation has such a bad rep, though. For some, odd I know about touching yourself. Why is that such a? Why has that been looked at so negative for so long?
1: Well, I think people like used to use a lot of I knew that question was going to come up. Um, I think a lot of people used to use it for the religion factor of like it was a sin, Mm. right? Like you're doing something very nasty and like that's kind of like the same as porn. Like they just kind of put them all in one box and the religious factor is like it's it's a sin. But really, it's not. I mean, that's something that your doctor would tell you to do. And ultimately having sex. I mean, I'm sorry. Having like masturbating cuts down on STDs, unwanted pregnancies, and uh, minimizes how many bad experiences you may have. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm like, why not? Why? And you're and you're giving yourself pleasure. I mean, is there a cap to how much that could happen? I don't think so. Nah, so I, I mean, why deny yourself an orgasm? Listen,
0: <laughs> <you> ever <laughs> catch me demy- <laughs> deny myself one? Okay. Uh, the people
1: do want to know: Is it P? Uh, this question is always so like. For some people, it's probably a little bit of both. Like it's it's a little it's a little bit of square, a little bit of P. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Your partner will still be happy. <laughs> but. For people who don't know, so, like, if a man and a woman are having sex, the penis sits right over the urethra, so it, it blocks off the the pee. Okay. But if your partner pulls out real quick and you had to pee, it could be it, too. <laughs> and tricks but it's but if you working out if you masturbating and working that out you can control so that you don't pee and then you just come at the instead of peeing. like it's a science like you have to like it's an art i really think squirting is an art (laughs) yes
0: an art that i cannot wait to one day master (laughs) (laughs) okay so so now okay so people are having sex Right, And one of the questions that a lot of people ask about was really easing people into their, their kinks, like being able to like mm-hmm. voice some of their sexual desires that they may have, whether it yeah. be bringing toys into the bedroom or, you know, you know, wanting to, you know, do certain play around certain areas that some people may be uncomfortable with. How can they, I guess, have these conversations with their partner?
1: Well, if we're already having good open dialogue from the beginning, <laughs> which is important if you want to set the stage, um, or even if you don't, like it's just about like really being honest and in in a safe approach, ta- bringing it to your partner and letting them know, hey, I've been thinking about X, Y, and Z. I would like to maybe introduce some of that into the bedroom. Like, how do you feel about it? Like, can we talk about it? You know, like, or the reasons why you want to try certain things. Like, people always do better when you give them some background. Like, don't just be like, yeah, so I want to tie you up and, and, and flog you. They're be like, excuse me, you want to do what and what? When? Like, yeah, you have to, like, give some background. Like, where'd this come from? Because um, the first thing a woman's going to think is, like, who the fuck you've already been doing this with? <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to make sure that you come with some information behind it um and real and if that person is open to it then i really encourage you to explore and educate yourself on what it is there are tons of bdsm and kink classes um virtually right now once the pandemic is over i'm sure they'll go back in person or you- sometimes you can go to a lifestyle club or a swingers club where they hold these kind of workshops also where right. you can go and really educate yourself about what bdsm and kink is and how you can kind of just start with the introductory stuff and but you really want to make sure that you're educated about it, your partner's educated about it, but I just always encourage people to just talk tell their partner like what it is that they want to do and what are the reasons behind it.
0: would you recommend um, Tantra like uh, for couples as far as like really being able to get centered um, with each other or even you know, with themselves like so that they mentally can get more present with each other as they're getting ready to even start engaging in sex
1: um I'm not as rehearsed in tantra so I probably wouldn't recommend it unless like I knew for sure like maybe this couple's already done it or like I had more more experience with it I wouldn't mind recommending it for people I always encourage people to sex education doesn't stop when you're in school or when you're a kid like we are adults so we can inti- we continue the conversation of sex education so if that's something that they're into i encourage them to get books watch different seminars about it or um follow different people that that is their practice um so or i could refer them out i don't have problem referring people out if i feel like somebody else would be a better fit to talk to them about things like that absolutely okay I'm yeah. gonna- out if you need to <laughs> <laughs>
0: So let's talk a little bit about foreplay because I think sometimes we forget how important foreplay totally. Is. Um, what are like what are some foreplay tips that you know the people can walk away with today, right? So some questions I receive if um someone is giving head to a man um and they are sucking on the penis, what are some ways to make him come faster or make a woman come faster? Mm-hmm. Like what are some some possible tips, some tricks, some little finger moves? <laughs>
1: well foreplay is important i think it it still goes back to communication i'm always asking people when it comes to foreplay talk to your partner about what arouses them what is it that they like to be done to them because just because someone likes to get their nipples stuck doesn't mean the next person likes to get their nipples stuck like just because one person like not all men love head so you need to talk to your partner because that person could have a sexual trauma too related to that and they may not want that they may not enjoy that so like it is important to still have that dialogue about what it is about foreplay that they enjoy and what is it that they like um so i've also been co I've co-facilitate a blowjob class so i do have some tips and tricks when it comes to giving blowjobs um the class is called what that mouth do and <laughs> Yes. And I teach it with my business partner. Her name is Linnea. And on Instagram, she's under excite me. If you follow me, I all the toys I post mainly come from her business. So so one of the things since I do have toys here. Yes. Is, <laughs> really? So like you can take a small vibrator or like a small bullet. And if you're giving head, um, I think man or woman, you could Hopefully this is charged. I think it is. Oh, it is. And you can put it on the side of your mouth while giving head. So then it's one one big vibrator on their genitals. Or you can hold it on the tank. You, if it's a male, you can hold it underneath the balls. You can ha- hold it in the middle, b- between the shaft and the balls. Woman, you can put this on her clit. Or you could put it inside her vagina while you're sucking on the clit. So those are some... Different ways (laughs) that you can use a small vibrator while giving head. I do not recommend, which I've had people do, is the bullets, because they're smaller, people have tried to put them in their mouth while giving head. Like, I do not recommend that. That is a, a whole, yeah, like, no, you could choke. So we do not want anyone to die while trying to do this. So I just recommend putting it on the side of your cheek. And they actually have small bullets that actually clip to the side of your cheek now so that you're totally hands-free so yeah so those are some tips i also in the class we always recommend using lube when giving a blowjob because it makes it taste better when something tastes better we have more saliva so we use um we use wicked which is a vegan based lubricant yes vegan lube comes in 12 different flavors like it's delicious so when you have something flavored in your mouth, it creates more saliva. Saliva makes it easier. Yeah. And when you're giving a blow job, you want to make sure that you're also giving a good hand job. So, lube, saliva, hand job. You're gonna make your partner come pretty quickly.
0: Let me take my notes,
1: sis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what what else with foreplay? You know, like it's. I just really want people to really ask the question because. A lot of times, people will try to come in and and try to do something that the the last partner didn't. You know, like I've had plenty of people try to come in and eat ass. And I'm like, I don't really like that. So please don't do it. Hmm. They're like, oh, but my last girl, like, well, I'm not your last girl. And I didn't, I don't like that. So like, please don't do it. Yeah. Now, what I could tell you to do is you can suck on these nipples because that is something I'm definitely into. (laughs) Like, you know, like you have to tell people. Not everybody will tell you either. Some people will just let you keep making the same mistake because they don't feel comfortable actually telling you. But if you have that good dialogue that we talked about in the beginning, then it's an open space and a comfortable space to be able to share that information.
0: Communication. It all goes back to communication and masturbation. Totally.
1: I also think that women think that foreplay is only for them. <laughs> They always think it's always for them, and, like, head is the only thing they can give a guy that is foreplay related, and that's not the truth. Guys like to actually still have their nipples sucked on. They like to have them twisted. Sometimes they like to have them bit. Um, They don't mind a good massage, okay? They like to have their neck and ears licked on. Like, you know, everybody has their own things that they really like to do. So, you just have to be able to talk.
0: Communication is key. I want to go back. You have a class called What That Mouth Do. How do people, <laughs> and, and is this class focused on giving like blowjobs, or eating pussy, or is it bo Like how do people sign up for this if they feel like they need these resources?
1: <laughs> it's, it's mainly just for blowjobs um, and the classes, it's a two hour class with two facilitators. And we cover everything from consent to technique to anatomy so um so yeah so like you can send me a dm um, if you are interested in hosting a class we're not doing any classes right now obviously because of covid um people have asked us to do virtual classes which we're still trying to navigate because it's a lot of moving parts literally to do do a virtual a virtual class because we usually bring all the products for you to use Uh in the class and then we usually send you home with products also so we're still trying to work that out, uh, but we're open to maybe doing some private classes where we could send all the materials to one person and they could disperse them to the group of people they're they're hosting. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. All right. But I still, I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, hold on, I'm looking at the questions. I want to make sure I'm getting the general gist. Yeah. Um, of everything. So, Let's talk a little bit about the stigmas, right? Mm -hmm. because as, and I can speak for myself primarily, I don't wanna say all women, but I know sometimes like women and their sexuality in particular, there's a stigma on it as far as being with, you know, if you have a past where you've been with a lot of men, right? Or if, um, you know, you're too freaky, right? (laughs) A partner might be like, hold on now, like- Yeah. Where you bringing all this from? How can women, and, and I do not just say women because some men may have to deal with this too, right? How can people deal or push past this stigma um, if there is anyone on this live that might feel like they want to go out and be, you know, maybe they want to, maybe they're a woman who wants to experience another woman, but they feel, yeah. feel like they're still trapped into whatever, you know, environment mm-hmm. they been raised by. Are a man who would like to experience another man or whatever it may be, or maybe they are a woman who wants to have sex with a lot, you know, multiple men. How do they, how can we navigate that space?
1: Well, I think it's important to like really be thinking about your intentions for wanting to do these things because there's a whole lot of different risks that come with any type of things that you're going to go outside and do right just even regular intercourse there's risk with that so it's really about like thinking about like what are my intentions about doing that but just know that there are safe communities out here to explore it um so like for myself uh i guess like midway through the pandemic i got on a, a on a fetish website because there were things that i wanted to explore that i had not done and and i was like it's hard for me to explore that like out in my community, because I don't want to run into a client, right? Like that might also be in that same community. But there are like different, different communities that you can join, whether it be on like, Facebook, or on Clubhouse, or Vet Life or um, ugh, I'm like drawing a blank at a couple of the other ones. But like, there's different websites that you can go and explore and like a website like FetLife has all different type of fetishes on there. And you could be anything from a swinger to somebody that just wants to watch to finding out where there might be community sex opportunities or, you know, like different things like in in those rooms in those platforms. So I always recommend people just exploring what other platforms they can get involved in where they could explore those different things safely just make sure that you're always using consent and that it, you feel safe and you're getting tested because there's a, that's really important too.
0: Yep. It's super, super important to um, continuously know your status before engaging with another individual and making sure they know theirs as well. And once again, communication, right? <laughs> <laughs> Being able to talk to each other about that. So, and then I have one more, uh, a couple questions because sometimes I know sex, can be a big deal. Well, I feel it is a big deal in a relationship, just like everything. Communication is a big deal, all of that. If you are with a partner who maybe their Mm -hmm. sex drive is not as high as yours, right? Yeah. An occurrence that that people go through, or you have a partner who you are, you know, wanting to have sex. And I've seen it for for men and women, but their partner is a once a month kind of person or a one moon kind of person, but their sex drive, they can do it you know a couple times a day maybe (laughs) a couple times a week how can people possibly either navigate that space is that something where if they can't come to a conclusion maybe they should just let it go Mm -hmm. what do people need to
1: do well i think like you have to listen to your partner like if you're the partner who doesn't have the high sex drive and your partner's conveying what they need from you then listen to them and if it, even if it's vice versa, so like you, you can go in, you co- can go get tested like at your doctor's office, get your hormones levels checked in. You can get your testosterone level checked. Um, and women can get their estrogen level checked. Like that will tell you a lot about what's happening with your libido. And so like, you can either do some supplements. A lot of times I find people's libido is low because they're overweight. Mm. Being overweight does decrease your libido. So sometimes it's just about changing up your diet, having more water, eating more vegetables and getting exercise. So there's a lot of different things that contribute to that. Sometimes it's medication. In the pandemic, a lot of people have been prescribed antidepressants. That is the number one thing that will decrease your libido. Um, So it's about just really looking at your life of how things have shifted and changed and where you can make some adjustments if you really want to please this partner. Yeah. I feel like if you have a partner and this just keeps falling on deaf ears, like you might need to to talk to them about something else related to the relationship that's not working for you. But a lot of times it's just about getting your levels checked. And I always recommend that anyway, before you try to take any type of pills um, because you just don't want to be damaged. A lot of those pills have um, effects on your heart. And so you don't want to be taking something that's ultimately going to leave you in worse condition.
0: Right. Okay. So once again, it goes back to just open communication um, and also being a willing partner, but also Mm -hmm. having a willing partner. Right. That's something you have to communicate with each other um, and pretty much ease that conversation into play. Um, And I pray that everyone on this live is going through that, that you're able to communicate it and navigate it um, and get to the results you would like to get. Now, (laughs) I would like to ask you, because we're getting ready to do the game. Right, okay. goes out soon. But I wanted to ask you if you can, what is one of the craziest stories <laughs> that you have for us who are watching? What might be one of the craziest stories? And once again, it's if you can.
1: Um, craziest story. Um, problem is, like, I've been, I've heard so much over the years, I'm kind of desensitized. I'm like, oh, it's not that crazy. Like, um, I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, like, people that want to come in and, like, pee or poop on their partner, like, those things are always, like, catch me off guard, like, especially because, like, I don't know who you would expect to come in and say that, but, like, when people come in, you're like, oh, okay, I wasn't ready for that, but, okay, well, let's work with that, like, (laughs) you know, and it's, like, Hard to find like a neutral place to be in, and that because I'm like, yeah, girl, I feel you. I wouldn't. <laughs> like, it's hard to be like neutral in a place like that. Um, so that 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 gets you a little crazy, you know, when people get into the detail of why they like, you know, mm. acts like that. <laughs> Goodness,
0: yeah, that's, I, that's that's probably gonna be a no for me, first. <laughs> I don't think. I want to go that far. Um, Right. (laughs) Sexual life. uh, I'm okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Leave that one. Do you have any other toys that you want to share with us?
1: Yeah. So actually on my live, um, on my Facebook, I mean my Instagram, I've been recently doing like a lot of sex toy reviews. So I'll just show a couple of them that I've shown. So this one is called the romp. And this one has been like a fan favorite for me. Like I have my, I have, get a I get a lot of toys, but this is definitely like a fan favorite. I this thing takes you out in a few minutes, like few minutes. You see, I had realized that y'all can like actually hear. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna change the pattern. Go change the pattern for us not
0: get us excited.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Can you hear that one?
0: Oh yes.
1: Yeah. It's right. Right. It's. And we had to go through six settings to get to this one. So, like, if you make it to this, like, yeah. And I've used this with a partner and by myself. And with a partner, <laughs> I thought I was actually good. like, I was like, I might pee myself because this is so delicious. Like, it was so yes, this is- It was so good. And he bought it. Like, he bought it for, like, our first time together. And I was like, i love you like <laughs> and then he put this on and i was like i mean i might stalk you now great <laughs> right. uh, but i use it by myself all the time and it, it's it's wonderful um i also just showed um i just showed the satisfier love triangle too on um on my reviews this one actually sucks on your clit Ooh. this one sucks on your clit and the whole piece actually vibrates and it also connects to a Bluetooth. So it connects to your phone
0: out, girl. And
1: vibrates to the beat of the music on your playlist.
0: So if I listen to Jasmine Sullivan on it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: this will get you downloading songs you ain't never even heard of because of the beat. It's just like, well, what kind of rock songs are out now? We got a house song. Like you just start by, you know? But this is a really beautiful toy, like, aesthetically. Like, one of the most beautiful ones I've ever seen. So, this is also good for a partner um, because you could put that piece on, on your clit while while you're getting head. So, like, I, I think it's great. Um, and then one of the other ones. Oops. Yeah. So, the other one, this one is I've been recommending to people that have been quarantined together. So, this is the vibrator that goes in your panties. Yes. And the remote. So I'm like, for people that are working from home still with their partners, let your partner put this on and you put the control it from the opposite room. Um, Makes a Zoom meeting very interesting, what? but hey. the foreplay is pretty much done for you. So by the time y'all get, get done with work or get done with the Zoom call, your partner's ready to go. So those are the toys I brought today, you know, just so people can... Get some uh, get some ideas. But these are all on my page, and so like, oh. feel free to go to my page, and you'll find the link of where to buy them.
0: Oh my goodness, this is this has been so juicy and delicious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. you know, I I I don't I don't people who know me intimately, as far as like my close circle of friends, no, I can talk about sex. All <laughs> oh, listen, okay? All right. <laughs> this has been so great. It's been so informative. I want to play a word game with you.
1: Okay.
0: okay, And those who know, no, we're doing rapid mimosas right now. I forgot my mimosas because I'm in the process of moving. All right. <laughs> I'll be back on Monday still. This is a surprise uh, two-week, two-episode week, all right, for everybody. Now, what I want to do is play a little word game, and then, okay, we are going to do a 30-second story, all right? Okay. So the, the way the game works is I'm going to say some random words, all right? You're going to tell me the first word that comes up off of your head. okay (laughs) Okay. we're gonna use those words to make a 30-second story okay okay all right you ready
1: yep
0: okay head penis okay masturbation orgasm yes okay (laughs) (laughs) um sex pleasure Ooh, and one more squirt.
1: Porn stars.
0: Yes, okay. <laughs> so now we have to make a 30-second story with penis, orgasm, pleasure, and porn star. They do not have to be used in that order. Okay? Okay. It's just whatever you story you want to make up that deals with the penis, orgasm, pleasure, and porn star. I think that story's very easy to tell. <laughs> okay? So let's pull up. My doop 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 doop. Where am I looking for my clock?
1: Oh boy, okay.
0: All right. And it's just 30 seconds. That's it. We're going to see what type of story we can get in three, two, (laughs) ready, go.
1: Uh, I wanted to be pleasured by a porn star to give me an orgasm so I could feel the head of his dick penetrate me from behind. Wait, what was the other word? It's pleasure?
0: He it- said, penis, dick, porn star, orgasm.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted him to uh, penetrate me from behind so I could orgasm till the sun came up.
0: Yeah! <laughs> you three seconds to spare! Yeah! <laughs> if you are watching, because this is also going to go on my podcast, but if you are watching, guys, go ahead and give her a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> section, give me some air claps. Okay, because I know we're, we're going into more of my realm now. where We're starting to, <laughs> to talk on, you know, talk off the cusp of the head. Now, for those who don't know, we're going to get ready to do our freestyle rap.
1: Oh, I thought that was it. No, that was a
0: uh, girl. We have to have a whole beat. Now, listen, this is how it's going to go. Okay. Uh, oh, gonna gosh. I'm going to pull up a beat. All right. If you want, I'll sort it off. Do not do not feel afraid. Okay, we are going to we're going to rap. Okay, even if you just want to comment on a hook or do a little ad lib. (laughs) topic, of course, is sex. Yeah. That's what we've been talking about all day. Now, all right, I am going to pull up, I'm going to pull up an old song. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Wait a minute. Don't judge my video ad that wanted to come up. I'm going to pull up an old song. And once again, we're just talking on the beat. Okay,
1: today's topic is all about sex. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, this is not what I thought it was. Okay. It's
0: just, uh, Kate, it's uh, lovers and
1: friends. Mhm. Okay. So just Lovers to and toys. Fun. Okay. I like it. You want to
0: start off, or you want me to try to start off? Uh, okay. you go ahead. I'll We're jump in. We're just having fun, guys. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about sex and I'm starting to get wet, so it's time to head home. Uh, yeah, pull out my vibrator, lay on the bed, fresh out the shower, baby. Uh and I keep it so clean, keep it wet, wet, wet. Breath light to serene. Yeah, uh and then I squirt my man walk through. He goes berserk. Give me that head, baby. Give me that head. They <laughs> on down, and
1: I ride
0: them in bed. Yes. And we going for hours, fat spasms. Yeah, we going for hours. Yeah, going for hours. Hey. Yes.
1: Lovers and toys. Hey. <laughs> we just want to be lovers and have toys. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, um, oh, <laughs> that and i like it (laughs) like that jen she's fitting real fast hey check out a podcast love less than lives yeah she's giving it all yay yay Yay. i'm gonna pause the music jen i want to thank you so so much you have no idea how much this meant to me came on this live that you've been here talking you've been great you gave great thank you and okay I want you guys I want everyone that's watching to go ahead and if you're listening to because this will be on my podcast which you guys can listen to on all major platforms right I want you guys to go ahead and follow her on Instagram at sex therapist Jen she has the toys for you when things (laughs) open back up she has the classes and of course if you need to book a session with her whether it's individually or with someone please feel free to do so uh, jenny do you have anything else you
1: want to add before we go uh no i just thank everybody for for tuning in and um, definitely send me a dm or email me at Sextherapistgen at gmail.com if you have any questions i'm i'm always happy to help
0: yay so i'm gonna close this out with my theme song mimosa, these the of, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. who can rap make you come a little closer we drop a tip to my show foot yes. on my list and champagne y'all know what it is it's time for rap, rap 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 and mimosas thank you guys for tuning in thank you Jen you agree. <laughs>
1: bye thank you bye